1: Well, hello and welcome once again to Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning. And uh, boy, let me tell you what, it is going to be a great show on the way today. We're going to be talking about retirement planning with Walt but not me. We're going to be retirement planning oh, with, with the great Walt like Disney. for a minute. I know. Okay. I, I mean, I, I guess I, technically we're always retirement planning with Walt on the show, right? Yeah, we are. Except for when Mark fills in with, for me, then, you know, we aren't planning with Walt during those <laughs> days. But, uh, <laughs> That's true. Now, Walt Disney is going to give us some great financial wisdom on today's show. He built quite the empire, so not a bad idea to listen in to him. We're also going to take a look at what the first steps of putting a financial plan together can look like. So if you've ever felt overwhelmed by the financial planning process or all this retirement talk or 401ks and IRAs, if all that stuff just sort of makes your head spin today's show is for you. We're going to break it down, make everything very simple during that part of the show. We're going to talk about those first steps that it takes to develop a plan. So we're going to make it really easy to understand on today's show. So we're going to have a little bit of something for everybody on today's program. I'm joined as always, of course, by Kevin Ray, and you've already heard his voice once. Kevin, good to be back with you, my friend.
0: Good to hear you again, Walter. We're, you know, it's that 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock area we talked about a few weeks ago, so we've got to make it through another hour.
1: Yep, you're exactly right, Kevin. Another hour of excitement on the way here. Here on Simply Financial today. By the way, if you have questions for Kevin as we march through today's program, you can get in touch by giving a call to 888-885-PLAN or go online to insightfolios.com. All right, Kevin, we're going to kick things off this week with some fun. um, Our Did You See This segment, where we check out some of the weird news stories that sometimes have a financial connection to them from across the country. An armored car recently crashed on a California interstate and spilled cash all over the road. Drivers, of course, jumped out of their cars to grab as much as they could. Police are looking for these people so they can get the money back, which would seem like a nearly impossible task, except for the fact that almost all of them posted pictures of themselves on social media with handfuls of cash.
0: Now, that is not a good financial plan, Walter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially to go brag about it publicly, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, if you are going, you know, number one, you know, you know, you're not supposed to do that. But number two, if you're going to post all over social media, you know, if you watch any crime shows, any on any Network you're always seeing that's the first place they go to look for things, so yeah, somebody's gonna be paying some money back or giving money back. I should say that's not theirs.
1: I've never understood the whole like um you know the whole like grab a bunch of money from the armor like what uh, this is what gives you the right to those dollars to that money like it just seems like I don't know that seems wrong like do those people not have this I don't know like there's just this thing in culture where if someone dumps a whole bunch of money on the street it's it's a free for all and anybody can grab it like. It's not right. Obviously, it doesn't seem it, right.
0: It doesn't yeah. seem right. I was. Am I taking the fun? Am I taking, the fun,
1: at, am I taking it. the fun out of it? <laughs> well, no, but
0: but you know, people just uh, you know, in the heat of the moment, the emotions take over, and they don't think, and things go right. You would think an armored car, because you hear that all the time, right? You would think they'd built those things a little better, so it doesn't pop open like that. Yes, but obviously they can or they would. But um, I had a friend who, who drove bullets. one of
1: those one time. It was really interesting to hear some of his stories about um, about what they have to do, what they look for, the procedures. It's it's pretty intense, pretty intense job. Pretty interesting how vigilant they have to be, and typically there's always somebody riding in the back, and you know because they always have two people on the job at the same time, and there's all these protocols. It's interesting line of work.
0: Well, it's certainly safer than the old days when you had stagecoach doing this right sure sure yeah, yeah. yeah 50 armed guards around you so
1: yeah a little bit better now yeah, so yeah. anyway we're not going to be dispensing that kind of advice on today's show <laughs> to go and just uh, get your retirement by waiting for one of those armored uh, cars to crash and try and steal it all but
0: now, that is good advice from
1: walt that's right. right. There, there right. we go. That's right. All right. So let's see what the other Walt, Mr. Walt Disney has to say and help us out when it comes to financial wisdom on today's show. So I've got four of Walt Disney's most famous quotes, and you're going to tell us where the financial wisdom is in each of these. Uh, were you a big fan of, you know, Walt Disney and, and continued, you know, to today, all the movies that Disney and, and whatnot produces?
0: Oh yeah! As Soon as you said Walt Disney, the you know the picture where the castles there and the fireworks go immediately off, comes to mind. Immediately comes mm-hmm. to mind. Mickey Mouse, all that stuff. Yeah. So I watched it as a kid, just like most people.
1: Yep. Same here. I remember. Uh, I don't know why, but I was really into like Fantasia growing up when I was a little kid. I just remember kind of the. I don't even remember what Fantasia was about at this point, but um, I don't know. I just always remember that putting that on in the background, and believe it or not, though, I've never been to Disney World. Uh, I've been 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 to Orlando many times, but have gone to like all the universal stuff. I've never actually done Disney. So. Well, Well, it's funny
0: because my version and your version are totally different. Walter, you know why? 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 Because when I watched it, it was on a twenty-five council inch, twenty-five inch council TV. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I'm sure you had a flat screen.
1: Well, no, you're <laughs> you're thinking I'm a little younger than uh, than I than I really am. Um, no, I I grew up. Now I didn't have black and white TV, but we still had some pretty small square box TVs. I mean, you oh, okay. know, okay, right. I was I was born in I, the '80s, so I'll, I'll give you a break. Yeah, early '90s, we still had some old. TV technology. You know,
0: because I didn't think my name was Kevin when I was growing up. I thought my name was hit the channel.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. You thought your name was remote. <laughs> yeah, remote, yes. Get the, get the remote. <laughs> um, that's too funny. No, I think our first flat screen was when I was like 15. We got our first flat screen. And it was a big, one of those huge box, big screen TVs that was so dim. You could only see it if you were like looking straight at it. And if it was light outside, you could barely see the screen. (laughs) Good thing for technology. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thankfully, it accelerated very quickly after that. Although my parents kept that TV for probably a good 10 years or so. Oh, yeah. So maybe even longer than that. All right. Well, let's get to Walt Disney's financial advice. Uh, He once said, you reach a point where you don't work for money. Where do you see that play out with with your clients? Is that kind of a similar sentiment that you can draw some comparisons from?
0: It is. I have uh, lots of clients, you know, who are are doing this. They don't work for the money anymore. They've saved. Many are in their sixties. They could retire. They just don't want to retire for you know a bunch of different reasons. The popular reason is because they loved their job. Walter, do you love your job? I love my job. I love my job, and people keep asking me, hey, "Would Kevin, I be in trouble get... if I said I
1: didn't?" Yeah, she would be. <laughs>
0: people keep asking me, are you going to retire? I said, no, I love my job. I, you know, I don't see that. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. It's fun. That's what I enjoy to do. So I have a lot of clients who are, who are like that. You know, others are going to keep working because they don't know what to do with their time. I can think of a guy that worked at a local company here in town and he was bored to death when he retired and he went back to work, you know, down the street at Northwoods here, but he just couldn't, he just couldn't handle the time down. And then the sad part about all of this, some people are still working, Walter, and it's because they don't think they can retire. They haven't set out. They haven't done any planning, so they don't think they're in good financial shape to do that. And when they come in, because I bet you, Walter, uh, f- three, four times a month, people come in. They're a little sheepish. They're, you know, they're, they're like, I don't know if I can retire. I'm kind of a little embarrassed, maybe, that they come in. And when we get done, I would say nine out of ten people are a lot better shape financially than what they thought before they walked in my door here. So if that's you, don't let that discourage you. Because I'm betting, because I've been doing this 30-plus years, as Walter likes to remind me, that you're probably better off than what you think you are.
1: That three decades of experience. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Exactly. All right, Walt Disney also said, I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. I don't don't know know where your financial connection is there, but I'm interested to see it.
0: Well, if you think about Disney, when you asked me earlier, I thought about, you know, I said uh, the castle with the fireworks going off and Mickey Mouse, right? So he, he built his empire around Mickey Mouse, basically.
1: Am I wrong? The the anchor, certainly. That was
0: the anchor. So what's the anchor, if we're going to correlate this to financial planning? Walter, what's the anchor you think I'm talking? I'm going to talk about.
1: I think you're going to talk about income would be my guess.
0: Income. So the foundation for Walt Disney, if you think about it this way, the foundation, everything that anchored it, like Walter said, was Mickey Mouse, and then the vision that he had for this. So when it comes to retirement planning, it's going to be income planning. And then along with that's going to come a vision, too. It's going to take some time to get used to this idea. So for many people, when they come in the office, we start this planning process. We sit down and I have to physically point out to them and and visually point out to them. We're not after growth so much anymore. We want growth but it's not our number one priority. Our number one priority is creating income through different market conditions so you can enjoy the retirement that you worked so hard for all these years. And that's going to be your foundation. That's going to be your base. So if we can solve your income needs going forward, that's going to keep you more confident, number one, going forward. Number two, when the market starts going crazy, like it has the last couple of days, it's going to keep you you know, your feet more stable. So if we can solve for your income needs, your income's coming in, regardless of what the stock market does, regardless of what interest rates does, then we can go forward and, and do that kind of planning. So your income planning is going to be your foundation. And that's just like Mickey was to Walt Disney. You need a foundation and everything builds up from there.
1: Great points, Kevin, and if you have any questions as we walk through today's show to talk about these important planning topics, what should be top of mind, what you need to be thinking about in the future, don't hesitate to get in touch. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-7526. We're talking about how Walt Disney left us with some great retirement planning advice over the years. Walt also said, the difference between winning and losing is most often not quitting.
0: I love that. Well, isn't that a true statement? Love and it. if you watch his biography, you'll you know you'll see that come to you know come true for all the stuff that he went through, all the all the obstacles and whatnot. But I was just talking to somebody about that yesterday, Walter. She was concerned about the market. Do you know why?
1: why is it just like in, in, in volatility, inflation, everything volatility, we're seeing, the news.
0: Yeah, the news, right? Driving driving mm-hmm. her crazy. So she was really concerned about the market. She wanted out of the market entirely. She wanted to take all her money out of her 401k and she wanted to know where she could put it safe. So I asked her a simple question. I says, my question is, and she was only 49 years old. So my question was, what did you do with your investments when the last pandemic started, when the pandemic first started? And her answer was, well, I just held tight. I said, what happened after that? She said, well, the market came back and you know, I wasn't too afraid after it started coming back. And I said, you're 49 years old. We got years to go. Remember when you're investing in the stock market, it's a long term position. You cannot time that stock market. You cannot decide when's the best time to jump off the roller coaster because you just may hit bottom just as hard as you as you would any other time. So Don't try to uh, time the stock market. There's studies upon studies upon studies. And Walter, we talk about all the time. Nobody could do it. And if they did, they wouldn't want clients to begin with because they'd have it figured out and you wouldn't know about it. So don't try to time the stock market. It's a long-term investment. Treat it as a long-term investment. And just diversification. This is where diversification is going to come in handy. You don't want all your eggs in one basket. You don't want all your eggs in one company stock. You want to have stocks, bonds. You know, maybe some inflation bonds or some metals. Whatever it is for diversification, non-correlating assets. So when the market goes one way, all your assets don't go in that particular direction. Diversification is key. And solving for income is key, so don't quit. So the minute you start putting a plan in place, don't quit on that plan. That plan's there to keep you grounded. So get that plan in place, understand it, go forward, and keep moving forward. That's Ernie Harwell once told me, and I met him down in Lakeland, Florida. He said the secret to success is to keep moving forward, because I asked him how he's doing this so long. And that's the same pretty much along with everything else. Get your plan in place, keep moving forward.
1: Fantastic, and so helpful uh, to hear that perspective, Kevin. All right, I've got one more quote for you from Walt Disney. Uh, let's march through this last one here. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Just keeps echoing. If, if you've already started, the don't quit message, and if you haven't started, well, get going.
0: What are we talking about here? We talk about it every week.
1: What do people do? Picking picking up the pieces. Yeah, procrastination. And procrastinating. Yeah, now get to work. Yep, yep. yep.
0: So, you, it, there has to come a point, and hopefully it's sooner rather than later, that you decide to start doing, just like Walter said. Quit talking and start doing. How does that happen? Well, you pick up a phone, you talk to your advisor, you start the planning process, you start, you know, visualizing what your retirement's going to look like. We put the numbers down, we create an income plan for you that will keep you confident going to and through retirement, it will keep you grounded when the market starts going tipsy-turvy, and, and all of these things... Have one thing in common, and they start with you. And you got to quit talking. If that's you, you got to start doing. And it's as easy as one, two, three. You pick up the phone. You give us a call if you're not talking with anybody. The sensational Stacy will put you on a calendar. She'll email you what to bring in. We'll give you directions. You come in. Usually the first meetings, ah, oh, it's maybe an hour and a half or so. And we'll we'll start that process. We'll start dreaming about what your retirement's going to look like and if it's feasible or not. So if I can say anything to anybody out there, the number one thing that I could tell people to do is start doing, and that starts with you. So don't hesitate. You know, don't procrastinate. Don't put it off until tomorrow, because what we're finding out today, Walter, is a lot of companies, if you didn't get your vaccination, right or wrong, doesn't matter, you're you're being let go. So what if that is you, and you don't have a plan put in place? What if that happens to you next year? Don't procrastinate. Start doing, and pick up the phone and start that planning process.
1: The best way to start is to have a conversation with Kevin about where you stand right now, and then you can start walking down that path of putting together a plan, finding out what it's going to take to get to where you want to be in the future. And if you'd like to schedule that time to visit, you can do so for free, no cost, no obligation to have a conversation and come in and meet with Kevin, whether you do so in person or over Zoom, or if you just want to have your initial conversation over the phone, that's the easiest way to do it as well, just to start that process. That's what's so important. Quit talking, begin doing Okay, you got to talk a little bit when you give Kevin a call. Yes, you do. Uh, But quit talking about it or quit procrastinating about it and uh, take steps to get in touch and begin that process today. Kevin has helped so many people all throughout the Tri-City area get to and through retirement has the office right there in Pinconning. he'll point you in the direction of some great restaurants and places to stop in and shop while you're visiting as well 888-885 plan is your number to call to get in touch that's 888-885-7526 set up your time for a visit and a conversation about your financial life and your financial future 888-885 plan that's 888-885 7526. More to come on today's show. We're going to take things back to the basics coming up, where we talk about some of the first steps to take when putting together a financial plan. If you've ever been overwhelmed by the whole process, well, we're going to change that in just a few moments. Stay tuned. Marching right along here on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area with an office in Penconning. You can get in touch with Kevin via email if you prefer. Kevin at InsightFolios.com is the address. That's Kevin at InsightFolios.com. Or go to InsightFolios.com directly, click on the Listen button, ask your questions. You can listen to past episodes of the show. Much more great information there as well. It's all at InsightFolios.com. All right, Kevin, for some folks, the idea of putting together a financial plan can be very overwhelming. And often that'll keep people from starting in the first place. But it's less threatening, just like with anything in life, if we just keep our focus on taking that first step. So I want to talk today for the next couple of minutes about a few possible first steps that somebody could take. So if anybody out there is listening, and you feel overwhelmed by this whole process, Take a breath, and let's take it. What's the elephant uh, example? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? One bite at a time, yep. Same idea here. We're going to take that first step, that first bite, to tackle this big monster of uh, financial and retirement planning. So first step, possibly, number one, would be to decide what you want retirement to look like. Well, that's easy enough. We're not even talking about finances at that point, right?
0: Not really, are we? So, you know, retirement is going to be a series of journeys, isn't it? let's, let's, let's look at it from my perspective and helping people for 30 plus years. It's a series of journeys and these journeys are going to be, you know, you have new grandkids, you got to travel to different States to visit these grandkids. I had Mark and Don, we called their plan the Mark and Don Texas plan because their, their kids or grandkids are in Texas. And that was the plan to get there as much as we could. Um, so you, it's going to start with a vision. What is your retirement? What do you want your retirement to, to look like? And it starts with a vision and the vision is going to encompass, you know, a conversation. You're going to sit down, you're going to talk to your spouse or whomever you you feel comfortable talking to. And you're going to, I always call them bucket list items. You know, when people come in my office, Walter, I said, listen, we're going to build you a plan, but it's just the top of the funnel. We need to narrow the funnel down. So we're going to do all the what ifs today. And the what ifs, do you have any big travel plans in the next four or five years? Do you want to travel to Europe? Do you want to see, you know, a big cruise? If so, guess what? That costs money. We need to build that in there. What are your hobbies? You know, is there something you're doing every week that's maybe, you know, are you an airline pilot that you that you fly your plane? And that's going to be expensive. You know, so the vision is really critical of what we're talking about here. And your vision and, and your spouse's vision is critical. We need to know what your retirement looks like. And the reason is simple. We need to plan for it. And that's hard sometimes for people to start that process until we sit down and we get that top part of the funnel, like I'm talking about, and we put all these what ifs in there, and then we narrow it down. So maybe at the beginning, you know, we sit down and we talk oh yeah i want to take a 6 month you know cruise and we start talking about it and then the spouses start talking about it maybe it's a 2 month cruise and all it starts with, with with you know that vision what is it going to look like what do you want to do in retirement because it's not kevin's plan it's your plan and the, that plan has to revolve around you and your visions, your hobby your travel your grandkids and all the journeys that you're going to take from the day you retire to the second part of your life to the day that we walk on in this world is going to be a series of journeys And we need to know what those are in your mind's eye, so we can plan for them.
1: It's a great point and something that we all need to definitely remember. And this is the great thing. These first steps, there's many different first steps. So if that doesn't resonate with you, if you're not really sure what retirement would look like and that exercise isn't quite as fun for you to think about that, or if the answer is so simple that it doesn't really move the needle for you, like maybe you don't have big plans. You just want to just keep doing what you're doing and uh, stay where you are and you don't have plans to move or do anything differently and change your lifestyle up. No problem. But maybe that's not motivating enough for you to kind of get the plan going. Well, there's other first steps to take as well. So another one might be to do a financial inventory. See, this sounds fun to me, Kevin. I know for 99% of people, maybe this doesn't sound like a very fun first step. But I love getting organized.
0: <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about the Simplicity Plan because everything is on one single page. So it helps you organize just like you're saying, Walter. And in our office, if you call our office, you're going to talk to Stacy. And if you want to come in, she's going to email you out what to bring in. And that's going to be part of this organization process that you're talking about. We need to know where your assets are sitting. You know, how many accounts do you currently have? Are they are they IRA accounts, 401k accounts, or savings accounts, whatever they are? What was their original destination for those accounts? Were they set up for retirement? Were they set up for emergency funds? What were What were they there for? And how many accounts do you think, Walter, from old 401ks, do you think I see come in the office and people forget about them?
1: Oh, probably lots of them. Yeah. Lots of them, yeah.
0: So th- this will help you you know, get more organized, like Walter said, and, and get all that information together. Is your money working in the direction now that you need it to work in, or did you take these investments out 10, 15 years ago and they are going in a different direction than what you are now? And it starts with the financial inventory. You get a clear understanding of what you have And what they need to do in order to get you to and through retirement, are they, and I'm betting if you haven't looked at your old 401k, your old statements, and you just forgot about these things, they were set up for an entirely different purpose. Don't do that get organized, and it starts right there. It's not that hard. Once you start that process, like I say, in our simplicity process, we put them on a single page for you so you can look at them at a glance and then you know, and then we start the income planning from there.
1: Very helpful, Kevin. Again, if you've got questions about how to do a financial inventory, need some assistance pulling all those things together, and want somebody to take that first step with you, no problem. Get in touch with Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios at 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin. So again, our first step so far, decide what you want retirement to look like. Do a financial inventory. And then number three, develop an income plan. It always comes back to that, right?
0: It always does because that's the foundation of your retirement, isn't it? If you think about it, what do you need in retirement, Walter?
1: uh let's see a fast car and yeah. um no Little swimming no <laughs> you read my mind no <laughs> you need, uh, we need we need money <laughs> yeah you need money Just to get the fast car <laughs> uh, yes
0: that helps i used to have a uh, his name was aj and he said you know i love tobacco whiskey and wild wild women that was his motto so i, oh, was, nice. I always remember wow. that so aj perfect passed on unfortunately but he was a hoot so it starts with an income plan and what your retirement's going to look like because that's all going to cost money. Most people when they come in the office, they have some sort of idea how much income they're going to need. If not, we send them home with a budget sheet so they can track how much you're spending. And then we add on the bucket list and we're going to add inflation on that every year so we keep up the cost of inflation. And this year the inflation is is you know pretty high as everybody knows because if we just go to the supermarket, you know you spend a hundred dollar bill pretty quickly. And how is that income going to affect your spouse if you if you leave this world? And, you know, your spouse is going to be left by herself. How are you going to generate that income? How are you going to leave that income to your loved ones after you and your spouse are both gone? Those are things that are developed when you do that income plan and you sit down and you start to what ifs. You get at the big uh, top of the funnel there like we talked about and we narrow it down. And this isn't a one-hour process. This isn't, you know, a mini-meeting process because... You know, we start narrowing, narrowing, narrowing down until you find out that this is it. I'm happy with this. And then the plan comes into place. All right, here's how we're going to generate the income in up and down markets. Here's how we're going to leave it to your kids. Here's how we're going to take care of your wife in case or your husband in case you pass away. All those things come in the plan, but it doesn't start unless you come in, you start that income plan and you start that process.
1: Fantastic. And again, if you want to talk more about developing an income plan, just like doing that financial inventory or having that discussion about what retirement looks like, you can cover all of those things and take those first steps with Kevin. Just get in touch easily by calling 885 plan and say, hey, yeah, I want to talk about that income plan, Kevin. 888-885-PLAN is the number. All right, last but not least, another first step that you could take to make that financial planning process less overwhelming would just be to determine how much help you need. Uh, and you might just say, like, I, I, I can't do it on my own. I do need that assistance. I do need that help, Kevin. That can be a first step. Well, it is because you
0: have to realize if you need help, where are you going to turn? Where are you going to go? And a lot of times, Walter, when people come in the office, I think you're on the right track. You really don't need my help to figure this out because once we get their retirement number, you know, the number, that the rate of return they need to earn on their investments going forward so they don't run out of money. Let's say it's 1%. Walter, you come into my office, you and Connie come into my office and you have these assets amassed, but you're really not sure if you need much help or not. But if I come back and say from today all the way to your 90 years old, you need to average 1%, how are you going to feel?
1: I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. I think we You really do don't that. need my help, yeah. right? You're, yeah.
0: you're doing the right thing. But on the other hand, if you come in and, and you need every 6% a year, you're going to need some help. You're going to need some direction. So the first notion that should be going through people's heads is how do I determine that? And it starts with, in our case, the simplicity planning process. It's the simple three-page report that we, we give to everybody that comes in, and we're gonna figure out your retirement number, we're gonna build inflation in there, we're going to show you if you have a shortfall or a surplus, and most importantly, out of this whole deal that we do, we're gonna show you how to take what you've saved, turn it into income, so that you're not affected when the market goes up, down, or sideways and it starts with you it starts by determining do you need help sometimes you don't if you do you need a guide you need a coach that's what we do that's what i love doing so don't be afraid to start that because that's what most people are afraid to sit down and make that call because maybe you think you're a little embarrassed you didn't save as much as your neighbor but in some cases you have a pension your neighbor don't some cases you have you, you have a lot less need for income than your neighbor everybody is different there's not one cookie cutter plan that fits everybody everybody's different. And what's the determining factor of this is knowing what we call your retirement number. So know that before you go into retirement and get it um, explained to you so you can take that into retirement, get through retirement.
1: Honestly, I think a lot of people have already kind of taken that first step of determining how much help you need By just listening to this show, because that shows that you're you're interested, you're asking questions, you're pondering what this whole retirement and financial planning thing is all about and how to go about it, already showing that you need a little bit of help to help sort it all out in your mind. That's a first step. So don't be intimidated. You've already gotten off the porch. The rest of it's easier from here. So let that be empowering to you today. All right, so if you want to get in touch with Kevin again, if you're just joining us, the number to call to get in touch. Ask him your questions about financial and retirement planning. By the way, those questions are not on the air. You're able to ask those questions directly to Kevin one-on-one. 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial. That's 888-885-7526. Don't let procrastination be the thing that uh, keeps you from succeeding and achieving your retirement goals. Reach out while it's on your mind today and uh, set up that time to visit soon 888-885-PLAN that's 888-885-7526 to reach kevin ray right now More coming up on today's show stay tuned to simply financial it's getting to know you time hey. well, it's time to get to know kevin ray a little bit better on today's show my question for you this week kevin is I guess maybe not the most exciting question to oh. or, pre- or premise, but uh, we, it's mostly about food, though, so we can also have some fun with that. Okay. So if you ever find yourself up for execution... Okay. Oh, what will your request for your last meal be? (laughs) Well,
0: I'm glad you asked that and said, "What are you being executed for?" (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're gonna we're gonna glaze over that part of it. Yeah. How about this? If
1: you ever find yourself wrongly put up for execution, what will your request for your last meal be? There you
0: go. Well, let's think about that for a second. All right, I would start off with my Grandma Nelson's Tuts Dutch Flyer Soup, a big heaping bowl of that. And what that is is the way my grandmother would make it. As they're homemade noodles, they're, they're big dumplings, and mm. she would spoon them off in boiling water, and she'd have bacon grease in there and, and onions and all the other stuff that go around there. And then that'd be the starter. For dinner, I think I would have my mom's scalloped potatoes and ham. I'm watering just thinking about that right now. Man, she it's been a the,
1: long time since I've had scalloped potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. That sounds really good right now.
0: It is, it's especially when we're getting colder. So she made the most excellent scalloped potatoes and ham that I've I've ever had and I still drool about that when I think about it now and for my dessert I would go to my grandma Ray the one that served me slop for breakfast in the morning and I would fire up that old hand crank ice cream maker that she had because that was the best ice cream I've ever had and I still remember that also so I guess that's a pretty good, pretty good guess of what I'd do, isn't it?
1: Pretty good meal. I like if that. If I could do it, yeah, yeah. 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 How about you? Uh, let's see, boy, I would be really full at the end of that meal. That is for sure. <laughs> um, I think I would probably start with some chicken wings, uh, some buffalo chicken wings as an appetizer, and then have uh, a, a nice ribeye for uh, for kind of a uh, you know do a little surf and turf. A, a ribeye and a delicious Maine lobster. On the side would probably be the, uh, you know, the main course of the meal. Uh, But it would be hard not to throw a little pizza in there somewhere because, you know, last meal, you better chow down on some pizza, too. (laughs) So we'd probably somewhere slide a slicer pizza uh, in there. And then maybe we'll finish it off with some ice cream and Oreos and milk, a good old classic to to bring it out with.
0: There you go. Yeah. I mean, now now I gotta go eat. Yes, yes. As we always do this to ourselves, food <laughs> yes.
1: somehow comes up on this show, mm-hmm. and then we get really hungry. But yes. there you go. Getting to know guess, Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. What, what was that, Kevin? Go ahead. I
0: say I can vision my grandmother Nelson. Her yes. Name, her, her name was Adela, but everybody called her Tootsie. So I'd once in a while I'd say. Hey Tuts, and she said, "That's great, Tuts, to you." <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it. Uh, I like how your last meal had like a lot of nice personal connections, though. Mine's just, mine's just gorging my face. <laughs> You've got lots of like sentimentality yeah. in your meal, so I do, I do. You, you get yeah. bonus points for that. Well done. All right, more coming up on today's show. We'll try and answer one of your questions before we wrap up for the week. Coming up next here on Simply Financial.
0: No need to make things hard on
1: yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. We're coming down the home stretch of Simply Financial today. Great to have you with us, Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. But just because we're coming down the home stretch doesn't mean that you should tune away. We've still got some great info coming up. If you have any questions for Kevin, don't hesitate to reach out. You can go to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to ask questions Listen to past episodes and learn more about the team. All right, Kevin, most people understand that a customized retirement plan, you know, just by the nature of the name, is much better than a one-size-fits-all kind of approach. And yet most people don't really have a plan that's truly customized. So I want to talk about when we say that word, customized plan, what are we really talking about? Some of the things that really need to be considered to build that truly customized plan. Sound good? sounds like fuck let's rock and roll uh so first item on the list a planned retirement age that's something that's got to be customized to you pretty obvious
0: well it it does right well, first of all we don't all
1: want to retire at the same age others have other uh, preferences right no you
0: know i recently met a guy down south Carolina. Do you know how old he was when he retired how old 46
1: 46 wow you know how old he is now uh,
0: 47.
1: For, uh, 78. Oh, 78. Okay. So he's, yep. done, he's, he's done it for a while.
0: He's done it for a while. So 46 years wow. old. So whether you're going to retire at 50, 65, the same process is going to apply. And what is that process? Well, you need a solid, we talk about this week in, week out, retirement plan to get you to and through retirement. And it all starts with picking the date you want to retire. We have to start someplace. Next, we need to find out if you want to retire at 55, is it a reasonable assumption? Can you do it? You know, the younger you retire comes with more challenges. If you retire at say 55 versus 65, and the reason is simple. You got another 10 years of of income planning that needs to be put in that versus 65. So the retirement age is number one. That's where you pick. When do you want to retire? And then planning starts after. So that's the first step.
1: Very cool. That's very helpful. And um, I think that's a good one to start off with. What about income needs, lifestyle and income needs? How customized does that get for each plan?
0: That's critical. And And the reason is simple. How much income are you going to need in retirement? What are the bucket list items that you like to plan for? If you're, if you're going to retire at 55 versus 65, I'm assuming that you have some kind of bucket list items that you're doing. You've worked for 30 years. You've saved for retirement. You've worked a lot of overtime. You missed some of your kids' events, uh, events trying to get to that. After all of that, the question is, how is what's taken you an entire lifetime to accumulate going to get you through the next 30 to 40 years? You are the hero in the story. You did all those things I talked about. You saved. You worked a lot of overtime. Sometimes you miss some of your kids' events. So now you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. The next thing is, do you have a shortfall? If so, someone has to fix this, and this is a critical part, Walter. What do I mean by that? If you needed in your investments to fill your shortfall and provide you income, how is that going to generate the income you need for the rest of your life and your spouse's life, life, lifetime? That has to be figured out. Whether you do it, your brother in law helps you, your neighbor helps you, or you have a qualified advisor help you, this has to be figured out. How do you take what you save, turn it into an income so you and your spouse don't run out of money? This is not a sales pitch. This is reality. The last thing you want to do is run out of money in retirement. Sit down, put pencil to paper, get a solid uh, financial customized plan and figure that out because that's number two step.
1: Very cool. That's another big one for sure. All right. What about risk tolerance? That's a question that you have with uh, everybody to, to go over with and talk about when they come in to meet with you.
0: Well, we kind of do it a little bit differently than other people. Let me give you an example. So, when most people come to my office, I'll say, how, What was your first, you know, the advisor you're talking to or have talked to in the past? How did they gauge your risk? And they pretty much all tell me the same. They say, On a scale of one to 10, they were asked how they felt about risk. Well, what's the problem with that, Walter? If, you, if I ask you, Walter, how much risk do you want to take on a scale of 1 to 10? Mm,
1: I'm okay. Nine, 9 or 10. Let's do yeah. it.
0: Well, that's an emotional answer, right? Because yeah. it's based on your emotions today. But I'm betting if I ask you that in January, you had one answer. And I bet you if I ask you that in the middle of the pandemic, you had another answer.
1: Yeah. I was, I was sure wishing I was less risky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let me tell you how I how I give you guidance. And it all has to do with your income shortfall. So if you if you're short, let's say a thousand dollars per month, I'm going to look at what you have already accumulated and I need to know what interest rate you need to earn on what you've already accumulated from here all the way to age 90 or 95. I call it your retirement number. If it's a low number, let's say you got to average 2%, well, you're in pretty good shape. If it's a higher number, you got to average 8%. Well, guess what? That's not such good a shape. And the higher the number, the more risk is going to go along with it. So it's based on your personal situation. This is what we're talking about. Personalized plans. It has to be personalized just for you. Take a do some analytical figuring and base it on what your real need is. And I, I can't stress that enough. Don't base it on how do you feel in a scale of 1 to 10.
1: That's a great point. Separate those emotions out of it. Got to do that. Very, very important. We're getting ready to wrap things up this week on Simply Financial. But before we do, I want to answer one of your questions. And our question uh, this week comes to us from Rebecca. Rebecca says, I'm considering working with a new financial advisor, but only with half of my money. I want to keep the other half with a different advisor. Would this be a good idea so that I'd be able to get advice from multiple people?
0: Well, Rebecca, I like the idea of getting advice from multiple people, but I'm not crazy about working with two different advisors, and I'll tell you why. Let's say you have advisor A and advisor B. Advisor A is more of a growth-oriented advisor. They're only after growth. Uh, So they're going to invest differently than advisor B, who's an income planning advisor, and you need income. So those two are going to not match your goal as in going into retirement. So one is going to say, we're going to have to sell shares when you need money. We're going to have to sell principal. We're going to have to sell something in order to get that income. And the income advisor, if they're doing it the, the way we do in our office, is going to say, no, we don't need to sell anything. We can generate income these various ways to get to get the income. So no matter what the market does, it shouldn't it shouldn't affect you too much. So by doing that, you would be kind of like going to a mechanic, right, Walter? One mechanic's going to do one thing and the other's going to do the other, but you don't know what direction your car or your vehicle's heading into because of the maintenance records. Same thing here. I think you, stick, you, know, you can talk to as many advisors as you want because education's good. It's key. The more you know, the better off you're going to be. But I would stick with the advisor that most you know, um, is going down the path that you're going down, whether it's income, whether it's growth, and it depends on your age too. But for us in our office, we're income planners. That's what we do, that's what I love to do, that's what I've been doing for years. I love to help people get into retirement, through retirement, and show them how to plan for income. If you're 20 years old, that's gonna be different advice uh, altogether. So pick one advisor, ask lots of questions from many advisors, there's nothing wrong with that, but pick one and get on a page and get the planning going and stick with your plan.
1: Yeah, sometimes if you're getting uh, advice in the same category from multiple sources, when there's a disagreement, then sometimes that can leave people paralyzed. So, uh, you know, gathering all these different opinions up all the time isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. I suppose because sometimes you can run into some issues with that. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, the
0: old saying, "Too many cooks in the kitchen," or something like yeah, that? or just yeah, the right yeah. hand
1: doesn't know what the left hand is doing. That kind right, of the, exactly. Yep. There's all sorts of issues that can befall you. Even though, uh, honestly, the line of thinking is is actually a good one. I kind of like that. Like it's not a bad idea to have kind of like getting multiple quotes when you want to have a job done around the house. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But once you decide on a company to come and fix the deck, you don't have the other company in there advising and uh, kind of like, you know, you don't hire one company to do half the deck and the other company to do the other half of the deck because
0: yeah, they may not match. Right. They <laughs> That's may be right. Totally different. Yeah. Yes. They
1: may have gotten their wood from different sources. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you end up with the plan that didn't You end up with a deck that doesn't necessarily look as good as it could have been if you had gone with the, uh, you know, the one that you thought that was the best fit overall anyway. So let the shopping be the shopping part, and then once you've decided, decide and move forward. That's helpful. Uh, Great question. Thank you for writing that one in, and uh, we always love getting questions from listeners. If you'd like to have a one-on-one conversation with Kevin, one more time, the way to get in touch is to pick up the phone. Give him a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Your financial coach at Insight Folios office in Penconning, reach out to kevin if you have anything on your mind related to finances retirement and or fishing or hunting or anything like that too feel free to give him a shout especially that yeah 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial kevin thank you for all the help on the show today enjoyed it and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week stay safe you do as well that's kevin ray i'm walter scherholt we'll talk to everybody next time right back here on simply financial